The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. In-Depth, How China is Sharpening Ethics Rules for Scientific Research Written by Xu Luyi and Kelly Wang Published by Caixin Global on July 5, 2023 Narrated by Elise Ribbons In late 2018, news of the world's first gene-edited babies sent shockwaves across the scientific community, resulting in almost universal condemnation for the Chinese scientist behind the experiment that broke ethical norms. Less than one year later, the country's top state and party decision-making bodies jointly announced establishing a National Science and Technology Ethics Commission, which has since set up three subcommittees covering life sciences, medicine, and artificial intelligence AI, sectors. In April, the Ministry of Science and Technology, MOST, released a draft of the Trial Measures for Ethical Review of Science and Technology to further strengthen oversight of ethical reviews in the science and tech realm, as the country sought to balance advancement in scientific research and innovative technologies with ethical risks posed by rapid development in these areas. The measure came after President Xi Jinping ordered the government to improve relevant laws, ethical review rules, and regulatory framework, while assessing social risks and ethical challenges brought by the development of science and technology. Science and technology are powerful tools for development, but they may also become sources of risk, she said during a 2021 speech addressing the country's top academics. The April draft, when implemented, will require science tech activities involving humans or lab animals, or those that may pose ethical risks to health, environment, public order, or sustainable development, to undergo ethics reviews. Companies, along with medical, research, and higher education institutions, will bear primary responsibility for managing the reviews, while entities that engage in sensitive activities will be required to set up ethics review committees. Experts told Caixin that the MOST trial measures, which concluded their public consultation period in May, mark substantive progress in the rule of law for ethical governance of science and tech. However, they cautioned that more clarity is needed for specific measures in defining ethical risk levels, holding involved companies accountable, and guaranteeing the independence of these reviews. Governing Scope Under the April draft, a system will be established to categorize and manage emerging science and technology activities that are likely to pose large ethical risks and challenges. So far, seven major types of activities, four in life sciences and medical fields, and three in AI, have been included. Entities engaged in activities included on the list will need to register on the National Science and Technology Ethics Management Information Registration Platform, which will be established by MOST within 30 days of receiving ethical review approval. The listed high-risk activities will also be subject to additional expert review after passing an initial review conducted by the Entities Ethics Review Committee. However, the document did not give a clear definition of high-risk. 
It merely defined the minimum level as common risks encountered in day-to-day life or risks comparable to a health checkup. Among the seven categories of high-risk activities that would require expert review, the draft listed research on the synthesis of new species that have a significant impact on human life, social norms, and ecology, and research of human-machine integration systems with strong impact on human behavior, emotion, and health. What is considered significant and strong impact wasn't spelled out. The lack of specifics in the classification could present challenges when gauging an activity's risk level. Shi Jiayou, a law professor at Renmin University of China, calls the risk evaluation a preliminary procedure before the official review process starts, and it could determine whether the review undergoes a general or simplified procedure. In addition, activities in different sectors may require separate sets of standards. Man Hongjie, director of the Public Health Governance Research Center at East China University of Political Science and Law, said scientific research involving people should prioritize protecting the participants' rights, while activities that do not involve people may prioritize the acceptability of the technology to society. Meanwhile, compared with the biomedical sector, which has established a relatively mature system for ethical review, Industry players working in AI told Caixin that the standards and scope of ethical reviews are still unclear for their sector. Sources close to MOST told Caixin that the seven high-risk categories are broad overviews, which have already been refined to hundreds of activity items. In addition, specific judgment guidelines may be revealed subsequently in subcommittee documents, according to Shi. Enterprise Accountability Another highlight of the MOST draft is that it included enterprises as one of the main responsible bodies in the ethics review management process, on top of medical institutions, higher education institutions, and research facilities, which have already been included in previous regulatory measures. There are also the first responsible bodies required to handle ethics violations within their entities and conduct internal investigations, the draft said. Actions that are considered violations include carrying out activities without approval or beyond the approved scope, failing to pass committee and expert reviews when conducting listed high-risk activities, and falsifying materials when seeking approval. A number of experts said the inclusion of enterprises as part of the review management system is a tangible step toward building a more well-rounded ethics governance system. However, they also noted that the draft did not clarify how local authorities should supervise and punish companies if they do not comply with the regulation, especially as firms often lack the incentive to conduct sector reviews unless they plan to be listed and are questioned by security regulatory agencies. Lin Youxin, a lawyer at Grandway Law Offices, said enterprises may also hesitate to participate in ethics reviews as they worry that trade secrets could be leaked in circumstances where the said company does not have its own review committee and if competitors are participants in the commissioned reviews. As a way to add incentive, Schur suggested investors ask firms to present records of ethical reviews to incorporate the step of performing an ethical review from the source, adding that it is difficult to rely on MOST alone to promote the establishment of an ethical review system for science and technology activities, especially reviews of companies. Review Independence Ensuring the independence of ethics reviews has long been a governance challenge around the world. The difficulty arises from two areas, establishing a proper accountability system and balancing the reviewer membership structure to avoid conflicts of interest. The April draft stipulates that responsible entities should take effective measures to ensure that the committee can conduct ethics review work independently. 
To become an Ethics Committee member, participants need to sign a conflict of interest waiver and renew their commitment before each meeting, said Shen Tingyin, a lawyer at Zhejiang Yintian Law Firm. Committee members are to be left alone to discuss matters among themselves when conducting review meetings, added Shen, who became a member of the Ethics Committee of a top-level hospital in Zhejiang province in 2021. Meanwhile, experts suggested that the review process should incorporate more public involvement while experts' decision-making power be curtailed to further ensure fairness. Expert review opinions, which involve examining the compliance and rationality of the preliminary review results, should be used as consultation and a reference only, some suggested. Under the April draft, the review committee should make a decision based on the expert's review opinion, a directive seen by some as granting excessive power to experts who do not bear the corresponding responsibility. Chen Tianhao, associate professor at Tsinghua University's School of Public Administration, said public involvement through town halls and third-party consultations could also enhance the independence of these reviews, stressing the need for an open and rational debate at the social level on how research should be conducted and what research should not be done. With the dramatic increase in science and technology risks today, scientific and technology innovation is no longer just a matter for scientists. Its risks will be borne by the entire society, Chen added.